We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Two pitch, ball line to Yount, it's short, he throws, it's over! The Brewers have won the American League pennant! Milwaukee, you have a World Series! Hit in the air, Yount makes a great catch, and Juan Diemus has thrown the first no-hitter in Milwaukee Brewer history! Swings, and here it is! A base hit in the right center! He's done it. 3,000 for Robin. And there's a drive in the left field. This is hit well. And it's gone. Robin. A two-run home run. The Brewers take the lead. Morgan, a smash up the middle. Base hit the center. You're cruising for a bruising with me, Andrew Snyder. And me, Adam McGee. As we talk all things Milwaukee Brewers for the Eurostep Podcast Network and Blue Wire Podcasts. Just to do a little bit of housekeeping, Andrew. We've got something new, fun, exciting. We're going to trial out. We're going to see how it goes. And we're going to talk about it on a future episode. Uh, this is something that listeners to Tyne Rowan on the Eurostep, you'll have already um maybe sampled some of this and had the opportunity to take part, but we want your input. And so to get it, we want you to sign up to our GSPN service on pickup where you can text GSPN to 31032. And we'll send a question to you. We want your response. I'll give you a heads up and we'll, we'll talk through this then on a future episode. I think it's something that, uh, we have occasionally dipped our toe into trying to give some thought to because, let's face it, Andrew, it's a little bit more uh, appealing to think about that a lot of Brewers things right now, a little bit more exciting. There's some intrigue that goes beyond this season. But the question we want your answers to is what late season call up could have the greatest impact for the Brewers? We're going to work through that one. We want your thoughts on it. We'll see what the consensus is. So again, 
If you text GSPN to 31032, you'll get details of all our future polls like this. So we send out for the pod. We will be doing it occasionally from now on. Um, and also, you'll get the questions directly to you, where if you have anything you want to, to chime back in with, let us know. Feel free to to send it through, and we'll talk about it on a future pod. So that's uh, definitely should be a fun conversation to have in the near future, Andrew. Yeah, absolutely. I'm looking forward to potentially an exciting call-up or two, and there are lots of uh, names we can speculate on, so I'd love to hear everyone's thoughts and then we'll add ours to the mix as well uh as adam said send us a text slide into our uh inbox you've all wanted to text andrew for all this time we know it now is your chance uh turns out the los angeles dodgers are good at playing baseball and that taking two games out of a four game series last week was more than anyone could ask for. Adam, welcome. How are you doing? Happy Thursday to you. I'm doing well, Andrew. Ultimately, the way I've chosen to, you know, take this in, come to a place of acceptance is if you had offered me before the series one out of three, I'd have said, yeah, fine. That's uh. That's pretty good. It's better than most teams do against the Dodgers. And it would also be a sign of the Brewers playing up to the competition, which is a trait that they have. Although I don't know how much it feels like that, given what happened in games two and three. But ultimately, I'm fine. This is not, we have seen worse things and we will see worse things. I am much more concerned about what now lies on the horizon. That's the stuff that really gets me mad. Um, but in reality, two of four in the past two weeks against the Dodgers could be a lot worse and kind of keeps you alive. And that's the main thing. That's one of the the chunks of the schedule where we're like, okay, bad things are coming there that they have navigated, although they didn't navigate the other stuff around it quite as well. Um, they gained ground on the San Diego Padres, I believe. So the Padres are there something. Um, <laughs> so the wild card dream is alive. The division, as we have been saying for a while now, has well and truly got away from this team. But that's where I'm. That's where I'm coming from to start this off. One win from three against the Dodgers is not the worst thing. Although this was not a fun time. Yeah, I'm. we're on the same page here. Totally fine with the result, the process. Maybe it was a little painful, but uh, that kind of just is what it is. We'll start the standings conversation early because it's just the most uh, – it's more relevant than it had ever been with me just like poking around saying where the Brewers were in the standings. But after losing two of three to the Dodgers, the Brewers are now 65-58, and 58, uh, five and a half games back at the Cardinals, as you mentioned. And then uh, one and a half games back of the San Diego Padres. Uh, I think they're not three. Was it three and a half back of the Phillies now? So the Phillies have been on a nice run against some bad teams. As we mentioned, uh, they do not own a tiebreaker with either of those teams. So they need to all out pass them in the standings to to make the playoffs. But going to a a set against the Dodgers uh, on the road and you don't lose any ground in the 
for that third and final wild card spot. So all in all, an acceptable result. Uh, just a tough series to watch past game one, um, which was was great. Game one, you know, staying up watching late night baseball and all was well. Um, Eric Lauer was a guy we talked about a lot on the last episode because he provided some some thoughts on uh, the trade deadline moves and the lack of communication from the front office. And what did Eric Lauer do after that point? He went out and put his money on the table. Yeah, he put put his money on the table, as I I believe I said in a playback once. (laughs) Uh, Five innings pitch, five hits, no runs, two walks, two strikeouts, and most importantly, obviously, if he didn't give up a run, he didn't allow a homer in this game. So Lauer against the best team in baseball after speaking his mind, providing some clarity on how the clubhouse is feeling after a tumultuous period after the trade deadline, goes out and pitches well in a game the Dodgers or the Brewers would win against the Dodgers, a high-powered offense, as we would see in the following two games, that was held to, to zero runs. Um, Brewers came out with kind of a another lineup that we weren't so sure about against the lefty, obviously looking for time to get Keston Hura in the lineup. And this was one of those games where Rowdy, it was at the expense of Rowdy Telez. Some other lefties in the lineup that were a little confusing. Colton Wong staying in at second. Uh, Omar Narvaez at catcher. Both of them struggled against left-handed pitching. Uh, Mike Brasso got a start at third base. Obviously um, had been having a great season against left lefties. Uh, struggling lately and he would have to be removed due to uh, rib cage discomfort uh and he is now on the il pablo reyes called up so uh one of these so this game uh came at the expense of mike barrasso getting hurt in his first at bat replacing mike barrasso in the fourth inning luisa reyes homers to make it one nothing uh the rest of the scoring would come in the ninth inning as we mentioned uh Great pitching from Lauer, who went the five innings with no runs. Peter Strezlecki fires a scoreless relief inning. And an inning and a third with two strikeouts from Hobie Milner. Matt Bush uh, fires two-thirds scoreless innings. And then in the ninth, top of the ninth inning, the Brewers get a run on a Christian Yelich doubles the left center field gap. A Luis Arias sack fly. And then Keston here against the right-handed reliever Phil Bickford. Hits a solo homer to make it 4 nothing. Jason Alexander with the extended lead comes on and fires a scoreless ninth. And that was that. Uh, Julio Arias, for the most part, baffled the Dodgers. Six innings pitch, two hits, just the one earned run on the Luis Arias homer. One walk, seven strikeouts. He was excellent. Uh, Alex Vesia, another left-hander, came in and, and threw a scoreless inning with two strikeouts. Uh, Brewster Gratterall came in and threw a scoreless inning and then the uh, Brewers added some insurance against Phil Bickford, but not a lot to talk about in this game other than kind of our uh, questions about the lineup being relevant because the lineup struggled for eight innings, but also the Brewers won the baseball game. So we were very happy at the end of the day. Yeah, massive, massive credit to Eric Lauer. Five innings pitch is not something we generally uh, sing the praises of, particularly at the moment when the Brewers are really in a spot where they need their starters to go as deep as possible, because as would prove to be the case later in this series, uh, running out of bullpen arms and having to turn to position players and not even position players with 0.00 ERAs, which of course is an important detail that you left out in Mike Brasso now being on the IL, you know, Brewers isn't their, their star pitcher. That's unfortunate, particularly in this series. Um, 
but this nine to six shutout, the Dodgers have fallen foul to in 123 games. So it's like what, 4% of the time that happens. So great work by Lauer, great work by the bullpen to follow through on that then and keep things going. And yeah, otherwise, kind of tough sledding the game, the type of game the Brewers find themselves in a lot of the time and the runs don't come. So the early piece of uh, Arias on Arias crime, very welcome. That was good to get the Brewers something to hold on to. Um, but often in that kind of scenario, the insurance would be welcome, would need to come for the Brewers, and they actually got that too. So very, very nice way to start the series. And if anything, if there's greater disappointment about the ultimate outcome, um, it's because when you start the series like this, you start to think, hey, a split's not impossible for the next two games and go win a series in LA. And that would have been a real achievement, see them gain some ground. But can't can't be too mad about a shutout win at Dodger Stadium. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Absolutely. Uh, Especially with what would happen... In the subsequent games, the rest of these games were very tough. On uh, Tuesday night, Corbin Burns faces off against Tony Gonsolin going into it. Two guys that are factoring into, factoring into a lot of uh, NL Cy Young conversation along with Sandy Alcantara. One of them is probably still in conversations there, and the other <laughs> is needs to play his way back into it. It's going to be tough sledding considering what's, what's left in the season. Corbin Burns against... Corbin Burns, excuse me, against Tony Gonsolin. And this is a game where Burns just did not have it from the get-go, and then a disastrous fourth inning, like, really saw it slip away. Starts off giving up a run in the first inning. Uh, Freddie Freeman single scores. Mookie Betts, Mookie had reached base. Um, prior to Freddie, I believe he he might, he might have gotten walked. He might, that might have been one of the situations where he gets a hit. The Brew, or The Dodgers were just on base this entire game, so tough to remember sometimes 12 hits and brewers pitching also added in four walks 
So a, a very tough game from, from that standpoint. So Freeman scores Mookie Betts uh, in the second inning with two runners on. Uh, Trace Thompson hits a homer to left field to make it 4 nothing Dodgers in that disastrous fourth. Uh, an infield single from Thompson again scores Chris Taylor. Trey Turner singles to make it 6 nothing Dodgers after that. And then another Freddie Freeman single, this time off of Brent Suter, who had come on to replace Burns, makes it 7 nothing. And from that point, uh, it was out of hand. The Brewers would claw back and get at least one run in the fifth inning via a Jonathan Davis single. At that point, I, I watched this entire game. I don't know why. I clearly just do have no respect for myself. Uh, I put in the Discord, here comes the rally. And then following Jonathan Davis's single to score run, Christian Yelich would ground into a double play to end that threat. In the uh, eighth inning, Trey Turner's double scores uh, Trace Thompson to make it eight to one. And then Freddie Freeman again doubles to left to score Mookie Betts and Trey Turner. 10 to one would be the final. Uh, Prince Suter. Provided an inning and a third of uh, no earned runs to him, but did allow the inherited runner to score from Burns. Two hits, a strikeout. Trevor Kelly uh, providing some uh, innings of relief to to buy some time from other guys in the uh, bullpen. And then Trevor Kelly would promptly be sent to Nashville uh, as Adrian Hauser made his return to the rotation on Wednesday. So two innings from Kelly, two hits no runs, a walk, two strikeouts. And then in the ninth, as again, looking for opportunities to give some Brewers relievers a break without Mike Brasso available in that bullpen, Victor Caratini comes on, one inning of work from him, two hits, three runs, all of them earned a walk. Uh, not a good day for some of the Brewers pitching, not a good day for the Brewers bats, only mustered four hits. Uh, one for four with Anderson scoring position, four left on base. Um, the Jonathan Davis RBI being the only only real threat. Tony Gonsolin's five innings of work, three hits, just the one earned run, two walks, three strikeouts. Brewers' game plan seemed to be to swing early in counts and get aggressive and make contact and uh, did not go well at all. And that was just kind of that. Uh, a game that you write off as you just got nominated and you move on. But when Corbin Burns is not going to have it and put you in that hole early. It's not something you expect. And that was just kind of the name of this game. Yeah. I'm scouring the box score here for some of the contacts that you said the Brewers were, were looking for, and it is hard to find. Uh, so honestly, just not a, not a fun game. Um, mostly, Tough to see Victor Caratini after all he's given this team in recent weeks sent out to die on the mound like that. Uh, some of his stuff not that bad. Uh, he, you know, there, there was actually there was some intent to it, which it's that's something I'm increasingly interested. He was trying some, some slightly different things. We're talking very minor here, um, but you could see he was actually taking it a bit more seriously than sometimes. I've seen other position players do. How did that work out for him? Well, not that great. But, um, yeah, just this is not good. This was not a fun game up there. One of the worst of the season. Very little to talk about in a positive sense from a Brewers perspective. And anytime Corbin Burns goes out and doesn't make it through the fort, uh, that's going to be pain 
for the Brewers, even more so at the moment, given how they're trying to just basically survive with their bullpen arms being pretty stretched just because of quite a few games not dissimilar to this right now. Um, but yeah, I think Corbin's Cy Young dreams for this season they ended at, at Dodger Stadium. I think that's fair with all the other guys. They were all they were already to... bordering on pipe dreams, as much as we would have liked to say otherwise. Yeah, Sandy Alcantara throws a lot of innings and does not give up many runs. Good combination. Uh, these recap... <laughs> People say it's good. Um, these recaps go really quick. The the uh, Brewers just get battered because I just want to get in and get out. Uh, it's also what to... what do we what do we got to say? Do we want to break down every Dodgers hit? No one wants to hear that. So, <laughs> turns out these guys are good. Uh, moving on to Wednesday's finale. This, as we mentioned, marked the return of Adrian Hauser. We didn't mention at the top. We had a lot of conversation about uh, Aaron Ashby in the last episode about what he uh, and Craig Council saying that he would stay in the rotation. Turns out Ashby uh, needs an IL stint, so that. Uh, probably brought back the return of Adrian Hauser a little earlier than the Brewers were planning on. Um, And with the intent on keeping Ashby in the rotation, who knows what his role would have entailed had it's not happened. But nevertheless, Adrian Hauser, welcome back to the Brewers. Here's one of the best offenses in baseball for you to face. Got uh, started off on the right foot for the Brewers. Willie Adamas home run in the first inning to make it one nothing. And then uh, from then on, not so great, Adam. Um, I was coming to this game late. Uh, I was eventing, as as we call it, and checked the score, m- mentioned it to you, and your response was something like, I was just hoping you weren't paying attention. I didn't want you to have to see this, Andrew. And yet I did. Freddie Freeman's single in the first makes it 1-1, erases the lead immediately. Justin Turner, uh, infield single, makes it 2-1. And then Cody Bellinger double makes it 4-1 all in the first inning uh, off of Adrian Hauser. Hauser would go two and a third innings pitched, five hits, five earned runs, four walks, four strikeouts. Uh, Brewers would get a run back in the third on a Hunter Renfro double. And then it was just kind of like a, a faucet that just drips every so often for the Dodgers scoring additional runs. Fielder's choice from Austin Barnes scores Chris Taylor in the third to make it 5-2. Max Muncy sack fly in the fourth makes it 6-2. Joey Gallo follows with a double to make it 8-2. What is it about these fourth innings, Adam, that just really send these games out of reach? Austin Barnes single makes it 9-2. They weren't done. In the fifth, uh, sacrifice fly from Muncy makes it 10-2. In the sixth, Austin Barnes again. Home run makes it 12-2. That would be the end of the Dodgers scoring. They... uh, would uh, let the Brewers have some fun late. Willie Adamas, double left, scores Tyrone Taylor and Colton Wong. Uh, Hunter Renfro, a homer in the ninth, makes it 12-6, uh, scoring himself and casting Hira. And that would be the final. Andrew Haney, another stellar starting pitching performance for the Dodgers. Six-inning pitch, four hits, two earned runs, one walk and ten strikeouts. Uh, the homer to Adamas and the double from Hunter Renfro being the only uh, run scoring that uh, the Brewers would do off of Haney. Uh, 
but another game where the or the Brewers were put in a hole early, couldn't call out of it. They didn't, uh, you know, just roll over and die in this one. They tried to score runs and get back into the game, but they were already too dead. Late. They were literally that that moment from the Simpsons, you know, from the day before into this one. We have talked a lot in passing about the Dodgers' run differential all season. Guess what? Now we're a part of it. Isn't that fun? Uh, we we get to see it, you know, up close and personal. I I do think it needs must situation. Quite clearly, a bad idea ahead of time, and even worse idea in hindsight. Uh, this is not the way to bring Adrian Hauser back into the fold, particularly having not exactly been at his very best in Nashville. So, oh, welcome back. You are, again, going to be sent out to die at Dodger Stadium. Like, oh, here you are. You're back at the Major League. There's Mookie Betts. and there, Now you've got Trey Turner and Freddie Freeman. Like, what kind of way to start back is that? I'm not shocked that this went poorly. Uh, I don't want to read too much into it. It may be something that, a few weeks from now, we, we may be revisiting and being like, no, it was more indicative of something troubling there. Um, but right now, I just think that was a really, really tough spot to put Adrian Hauser in. I I don't know. I don't know about the process. I know they're stretched, and that's part of the issue. Maybe if things had gone differently, you could have had Jason Alexander take a start here and not be doing work in the bullpen um, earlier in the series, but that's really, really tough. And the Dodgers are good, Andrew. Um, the only disheartening thing here, of course, is that the Brewers started off nicely and Willie Adamas got them on the board. And you can get that feeling of, oh, they put what happened the night before behind them. Maybe some good things can happen here. Nope. Uh, immediately just swatted back down. I will pull back the curtain here. Andrew, the day before, had been complaining to me about Caratini being the one sent out to pitch. High workload recently. They're asking a lot of them. Andrew's exact words were, why don't they send out Pablo Reyes? And the universe decided to reward Andrew for that, to grant him his wish, because Pablo Reyes got a chance to pitch at Dodger Stadium. I'm sure it's something... He's dreaming about maybe Caratini too. I guess there's a lot of little kids who they start playing baseball and they're like, I'd love to pitch at Dodger Stadium. Well, two more of those kids got to check that off their, their wish list this week. Uh, just really tough. Really, really tough. Not a whole lot to write home about here. Like, even some of the good stuff, Hunter Renfro's line, it's not real. It's not real based on what the score was. And, um, how the game unfolded and the fact that he hovered off a second baseman, that does not make it real. So even the things that you could be like, oh, well, maybe we'll talk about that for a second. No, they're not real. I think the only thing to his credit that is real in this game is Willie Thomas's line. Yeah. I mean, great game from Willie. Three for four, <laughs> two, two runs, three RBI, a walk. Just on base the whole time we're hoping we can get that obp up above 300 at some point uh we'll see how that goes over the next few weeks but uh other than that i don't really have much to say we mentioned at the top you know you go into dodger stadium you lose two or three to the dodgers kind of just like the natural order of the universe kind of thing 
you're only, as we mentioned as well, one and a half games back of the Padres. Tied in the loss column, I should mention. The Padres have played a, a lot of games, apparently. Three more than the Brewers. If the Padres just want to, you know, hold tight, not play, and if, if we can just have some bingo free space wins for the Brewers, just even things up, just for, like, symmetry in the standings, I think it would look really nice. So, Rob Manfred, if – if you're if you're of the mind to just gift the Milwaukee Brewers some some wins, we would be okay with it. Are you? How do you feel, like big football soccer fan that you are? How do you generally feel about games in hand? Games in hand could be a double edged sword. And here are the uh, Brewers, and we're looking. Oh, you know, it's like if you're a team that's that's good and is winning often, games in hand always feel good. You could be like, oh, well, when we win those, everything's fine. But when you're like the Brewers have been for a while now, you know, to some extent it feels like, oh, well, they could just be, that could just be the final nails in the coffin of this season waiting to happen, being kind of pushed off until a date further down the line. Just psychologically, I hate it. Um, For the reason you described, because it's not like Manchester City having like games in hand. And they you can want the wins on the board, yeah. Yeah, I want I want the games to have been played. Like I want to know what is truly up against it when it's even. Um, and I don't know in the schedule where these things kind of balance out. If if I maybe had that in front of me, it would be easier. But it's probably it be, I'm not could be the final week of the season before they actually balance out. Like there's not that much season left for three one games to that, be the difference. One thing that will help will be or should be that Dodger or Giants doubleheader coming up at some point. So that's one where they'll probably gain one uh, back in the stands, standings and get it close to even. But yeah, you, you don't never love know. games in hand. No, it's not ideal. Are the Brewers done? Oh, the Brewers are done, really feel. I was going to say, you never know. I'm sure there's some other spot without a roof where, you know, that gap could be no roof in Pittsburgh, right? I mean, we nearly had a game rained out in Pittsburgh. We had a close call earlier in the season. But you know what? They don't have to go there either. They're all home games. Oh, okay. So things look, things are looking up. Six and a half against terrible teams. What could possibly go wrong, Andrew? Yeah, and we'll get to that. Before <laughs> we move on to the schedule look ahead, we you know, some guys played well in this series, so we gotta give them give them their rewards. Uh Eric Lauer, as we mentioned, the five innings pitch, five hits, two walks, no runs, two strikeouts coming out after uh like an emotional conversation with reporters, giving them the the feelings on what's going on in the clubhouse. And then he answers by doing what he does best, apparently, which is dominating the Dodgers in the National League West. So if ever gets to a point where he needs to be a specialist player, he's just going to pitch against the National League West, and in particular the Dodgers. Christian Yelich, 4 for 12, 1 run, an RBI. Willie Adamas, 4 for 11, 3 runs, 3 RBI, had that homer, added in a walk. Uh, good performance from Adamus. Peter Strzelecki out of the bullpen, who has quietly been one of the better stories on this Brewers team of late, developing into a really reliable um, relief arm that you can put in situations that are higher leverage than we would have thought of going into the season. I mean, he came in, especially in game one, into a game uh, where the Brewers just had a one-run lead and threw a scoreless inning. So great work from Strzelecki, one and two-thirds innings pitch, no hits, one walk. Um, two strikeouts and uh, has lowered his season ERA down to 
2-7-0. So really good season from Peter Strzelecki so far and a great series. So that's, you know, we talk about the uh, the bullpen and the improvements they've made to the bullpen for depth. Trevor Rosenthal had a tough outing in Durham this week where he allowed a three-run homer and left, I believe, after one of the athletic trainers came onto the mound. I have not seen any reporting about whether that was anything more than just precautionary because his workload had gotten high. But Trevor Rosenthal at this point is still a theoretical pitcher when it comes to the uh, Milwaukee Brewers bullpen. Peter Strzelecki is in the bullpen and pitching well. So good to see from Strzelecki. Through 123 Major League Baseball games, Rowdy Tellez has 19 beers, Christian Yelich with 15, Corbin Burns with 14, Willie Adamas with 12, Andrew McCutcheon with 11, Hunter Renfro and Jace Peterson with 9, Eric Lauer, Devin Williams, Luis Arias, Brandon Woodruff, Brandon Woodruff with 8, Tyrone Taylor, Colton Wong, Josh Hader with 7, Casting Hero with 6, Aaron Ashby and Hobie Milner with 5, Freddie Peralta with 4, Brad Boxberger, Trevor Gott, Jonathan Davis, Victor Caratini, Jason Alexander with 3, Peter Strzelecki, Matt Bush, Omar Navarez, Adrian Hauser with two, and Taylor Rogers, Daniel Gustave, Brent Suter, Luke Barker with a single beer. There we go. 123 baseball games played. Uh, the look ahead on the schedule, Adam, the Brewers will still be playing baseball uh, this week. I don't know if you know that. The season doesn't end when you face the most daunting foe. It's not like a video game where you get to the final boss and that's the Dodgers and then you're done. Uh, day off today, which, you know, after the trip out west, I'd say probably needed. Like, get home, hang out with your family, sleep in your own bed can only be a good thing. And then three with the Chicago Cubs at home, as you mentioned, Friday, 7-10 Central start, Freddie Peralta versus Justin Steele, who we have seen just way too much of. Saturday, August 27th, a 6-10 Central start, Brandon Woodruff versus True Smiley. And then Sunday in the finale, a... 110 Central start, Eric Lauer versus Adrian Sampson. Following that, three with Pittsburgh at home as well, four at Arizona, three in Colorado, two with the Giants on a, that doubleheader, three against Cincinnati at, back at home. And then that is you face 18, the 18 games against teams below you in the standings before you go Cardinals, Yankees, Mets. All it's teams below time, five. Andrew. 500 all teams below 500 at this point because the giants have slipped to 61 and 62 it's time yeah and then you go cards yankees mets as you said and then after that point so you've got you've got this stretch here and then you've got one two three four additional series with teams with records above 500 teams in the playoff mix so basically, most of your games here on out are going to be against teams playing for nothing that you should, in theory, be better than. Let's which... let's set a target. Let's set a target. Eighteen games. Oh, this might be lofty, but I think you want to go fourteen and four, thirteen that's, and five. That's that, or at fourteen worst. and four is is my number two. If you if you, if you can gain ten get ten wins, like on your record at this point. That, that could do it. That could get you in a real position to to make some noise again. The Cardinals really are getting away from you, but this is the kind of stretch where, look, you never know. You could eat into that, and you've got four games left with the Cardinals too. So I think that ship has sailed. 
But if there is going to be any chance of that, now is the time to eat into it. But beyond that, just you've got it for the wildcard race. You've, I think you've got to go 14 and four here. And honestly, on a series by series basis, you kind of look at it and be like, it probably should be better against these teams. It's just not how it works, but it probably should be better. It wouldn't be a bad time for, for that to happen. I guess part of this is going to go in September. I, I have hated every mention of Craig Timber all season. I think it is the one of the most ridiculous loser mindset concepts I've ever heard of. I've had a real tough time to adjust it to it. Prove me wrong, everyone. Prove me wrong, Brewers. Make me become a full, fully avowed Craig Timber disciple. I still personally, you know, in my opinion, would start trying to win games earlier in the season. That's just me. Um, but it is time that the Brewers have got to do it. It's do or die. And if you really want to get to the playoffs, it's right there for you. There's like, there is no difficulty. There is no obstacle in your, your pod. This is an easy stretch. You are good enough to beat up on all of these teams, really make some noise, get your confidence going again. And also to feel like, okay, we've got something, not just to get into the playoff race, but to feel like that you could get into the playoffs and do something again. Like we felt what feels like a long time ago now, but this is the time. And if you don't do it, guess what? You don't deserve to be in simple as that. Yeah. They're in this situation because they didn't take advantage of playing bad teams. And now you are left with that on your plate. You have an opportunity to change things around, change the narrative and play your way back into that playoff conversation. You're in the conversation. You can put yourself in the driver's seat and you know, you don't, you don't control your own destiny because you're relying on other teams to lose as well, but you can only control what you can control. So go out and win baseball games against these bad teams. And then after that eight game stretch, we're having a different conversation about you controlling your own destiny and being in the driver's seat. That's what's on the table right now. Um, And that's just kind of where we are. Not much more to say about this series, not much more to say about this team. Obviously we mentioned some, some roster things of, uh, impacted the team lately Mike Rosser to the IL um, Aaron Ashby to the IL uh, Rosenthal's uh, issues in AAA and then we I think we're six days away from the roster expanding by two players uh, pitchers are capped at 14 uh, will the Brewers add anyone that can make an impact for the roster in September we'll find out very very soon we sure will, Andrew. Let's hope there's good things going. Before we wrap up, some important housekeeping. Um, I can't tell you anything just yet, depending on when you're going to listen to this. Maybe you're going to be quick off the mark, but it's a I was, big... Uh, I, I was reading the tweets as well, and I was doing the mental math. I was like, I think we might be a little too early. No, we're too early. It's a big, big day of news here at the Eurostep Podcast Network. And you're going to want to stay on top of it all. So very easy for you to get all of the latest, to get our big announcements coming up. They're going to drop right in your podcast feed. Wherever you're listening to this, you are going to also get our big news in the form of another episode that will follow soon after this one. So maybe by the time you're there, listen to this, it could already be there. Maybe you've listened to it first and you know what I'm talking about. Um, but if not, if you're here, you're just cruising, you've no idea. 
take a look, take a look at the episode coming in just after it. And uh, you'll get all of the latest. Lots of things we're excited about. And Andrew and I will talk a whole lot more about them next time you hear from us and on an ongoing basis. But yeah, big, big things coming that you'll know a lot more about very soon. We're building an Android that can play baseball. We've actually, we've, look, I shouldn't, Ty won't be happy now, but you know, all right, we're buying the Brewers. We're buying the Brewers, everyone. We'll uh, we'll talk some more about it. We're going to, we're going to put some polls out. We're going to make some decisions based on the Brewers are now owned by GSPN. But don't tell Ty that I broke the news early. We bought the Brewers starring Matt Damon. <laughs> okay. Until the next time, make sure you subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. That's cruising for a bruising. You should also subscribe to the Eurostep Podcast Network. And you should also sub- subscribe to maybe some other things that you'll find out about very soon. So again, do what you're told. Go listen to the other episode that will drop in this feed. We're on Twitter at BrewersGSPN. I'm at AdamMcGee11. Andrew's at AC Snide. If you want information on all of the various podcasts on the network, if you want to get into the GSPN Discord, if you want to buy merch, whatever it is, go to gspn.info. All of the links, all of the details can be found there. Until next time, thanks again to all of you for listening. Thank you, Andrew. Thanks, Adam.